Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Well, there goes our mature rating. <laughs> Thanks, Vince Neil. Long, long gone, man. Long, long gone. gone. You know the backstory on this we, one? We tried to keep it clean for the first, what, 25 weeks or so, but it just became too much of a challenge. It slips in. You can thank Michael Rappaport for that. Basically his uh, Chris stops Porzingis rant. Yeah, if you're going to go down with the ship, that was the one to go down with. I got to tell you, like, underrated band, this one. You know who kept his mature rating through his whole career? Who's that? Cosby. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you know the backstory of this song? Go ahead. What do you think? What do you think Kickstart My Heart's about? It ain't a love reference. Is it about a shot of adrenaline to the heart after a drug overdose? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Right after Dr. Feelgood left, Kickstart My Heart came in. So there you go. Motley Crue, of course. How many members of Motley Crue can you name? Vince Neil. Of course. Tommy Lee. Of course. And then it gets tough. <laughs> and that's the rest of it. Is there like another guy I should know, though, right? You know, I don't know. No, not really? I, I don't think so. I don't know that it's. 
I know the two there's you got four guys. the two you should know. Right, there's four guys, sure. right? Okay, there's sure. four guys. Does does one have a girl's name? Yes. Yeah, that that's the guy I feel yeah, like. And I, I think you should know him. He he was kind of Yeah, that that's the one that I feel like I should know. And then the other guy I'm out on. The one you're thinking of is Nikki Six. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I should have I should have known him. And who's the Mick fourth? Mars. Okay. Yeah, that's the one I didn't think As you say it now is he the bass player? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So ah, I should have known this. Nah, Nikki Six though is legendary. Yeah, I like them. You know, Motley Crue had some hits, man. Yeah, home, I never got home. really into. I was more on the, right. into Poison at the time. Yeah, that I was saw sort Poison of the band. I, that I, I ever tell you my Poison concert story? No? Go ahead. All right. So I had a friend named David, and I went and saw Poison with him at the Garden State Art Center. What right? year? Uh, eighty-seven. Oh wow, eighty-eight. Something like that. I mean, that's the time to see Poison, I sure. guess. Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Height, height of Poison. All right. Height of Poison. Um, yeah, nobody was taking me to see Poison. Well, so Dave's dad took me to see Poison, right? right? Garden State Arts Center. Guy nice didn't guy. pay attention to 10 seconds of anything. Oh, I was going to say, he wasn't a fan just, himself. He didn't care. He just See, that was like... Poison was still at the time where, like, everybody I was around was listening to The Boss and Billy Jones. And when um, I put on Poison, it was I will like, never forget get that this. out of my house. I, I almost have to play the song because of how bad it is, but... Um, let me let me see if I could find it real quick. So he so in the car ride to the Poison concert, like I remember what he was playing, and it was just the worst. It was like this duet love song. The Pe- dad, Peebo Bright. Oh yeah, Peebo Bryson. And the dad got the radio on the way to the concert, huh? We were like twelve. You know, I was like ten, eleven years old. Yeah. See, it's great now with Bluetooth audio because I can just stick an earbud in my ear and my kids can listen to whatever they want. Oh my God! This was the song. Listen, listen to this. This was the song he played. I was like, I can't even. I can't this even. Is, this is to pump you up for yeah, the this, poison. I'm concert? about to go see Poison at the Garden State Art Center. This guy had like a a singles oh, cassette tape. God, what is this? Yeah, yeah. People Bryson. This, this is what is I was listening. Bryson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, and and listen to the part that she sings. Like, listen to how beautiful her oh, voice. Dude, my shoulders are like like, tightening up. I'm sitting in the back. I'm sitting in the back. Wait, I gotta get the. Wait, I mean, wait, at least wait. the guy took you, though. I mean, it's kind of. <laughs> it's so. It's so. I mean, ridiculous. I know I wouldn't take a couple of nine-year-olds to go see Poison right now. So. No, um, <laughs> there's no question. All right, so, but that's not the best part of the story. Concert goes off without a hitch. It was a great concert, right? Maybe about four months later, they're coming around again, Poison. But this time, it's not Garden State Art Center. It's at the Meadowlands. Warrants opening up for Poison. I beg my dad, Dad, can you take me and David? David's dad, he remembers. David's dad took us. And the, All right, so you, you got know, him on that. Okay, no problem. Let's get tickets. We'll get you tickets. He got me tickets. We go to the show. <laughs> the lead singer of Warren. This is like maybe two songs in. Goes, yo, any of you girls want to come up here? Give me a big, wet, sloppy blowjob. <laughs> well, I'm not going to stop you. Right? Uh, my dad turns to me. And it's like, what did you take me to? Like, I remember his face turning into this, like... So did he stick with it, or did you guys get he, pulled out of there? He stuck with it. They didn't do anything else offensive for the rest of the show. That was a, the one solitary moment of just pure, like, oh, my God, what hmm. did I just hear? Yeah, uh, Warren, I got... No, so what were the people there? Are they in their 20s? I don't know. I mean, it's the Meadowlands in 1988. Imagine what it looked like. It was... There was a lot of mullets. I could tell you that. Yeah, jackets and mullets. I mean, I mullets. can't remember if that music made it into, like, the 20-year-old, or was it just kids that liked it? No, I mean, I mean like, Bon was, Jovi, like, that was... There was, like, a rock scene, you know? There was, like, a uh, like I feel an like 80s Bon Jovi was rock. a little bit more credible for some reason. <sighs> I mean, Poison with their height, dude. It was just... It was the best. Yeah. I don't even know how to tell you how great that was. That concert still sticks out in my mind. I had these great seats. And, like, Warren was awesome, too. I loved Warren. I just remember being in fear of any words coming out of a guy's mouth from that point forward for the rest of the night. So I couldn't really enjoy it. Uh, yeah, I mean, way. it seemed like those bands to me all paved the way for Guns N' Roses, which was obviously the <laughs> pinnacle of that. And then Nirvana yeah. came out and just crushed that. that was, it made that was all of that, that was gone. seem silly. Yeah, it, 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 that, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Nirvana basically was like, you guys aren't for real. It's funny, <laughs> yeah. though, because Guns N' Roses was for real. You know, yeah, they, no, they, no, they Guns really and Roses captured, great. They captured great. A, a time. I feel like they Motley were that pinnacle Crew, of that. Motley Crue was right in that world. They they were right there. In I that just time. I can't even put a can like I, I don't in my mind Motley Crue is a joke compared to Guns N' Roses. And Guns N' Roses is like 
below below like, the stones and those like, type of guys. What about like but White Snake and like a all laughable those man? Laugh, laughable <laughs> man. <laughs> do you remember how many of them there were? I mean, though? I do like that like, song, like Trickster, uh, White Lion. Uh, God, there's so many of them. Like the '80s hair bands, there's just like legendary numbers of them. Striper, remember Striper? They dress like bumblebees. Uh, probably my favorite song of those was uh, the Great White. Great White. Oh, Once bitten, twice oh, I shy. I love that. Love that song. Oh, Once bitten, <laughs> twice shy is. And for those of you who have never heard it, it is absolutely one of the best. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a rocking song. Oh my god! It's uh, you know just can't get better. This this was the best one hit wonder of that bunch. Okay, I think. What's great is it has this cool build, and, and it tells it, a good story. Yeah. Yeah, basically about a little uh, tramp on the back of the bus is <laughs> getting caught up. Her friend's uh, a floozy, and he's going to save her. Just what every girl needs a savior. Right. To, to then have to take, you know, right. it's like, I'll save you for my drummer. There's no free rides, honey. <laughs> I'll save you for my drummer. Come to my room. Well, at least I'm the lead singer. How did she get on the open road with them, Nick? <laughs> she showed up at a concert. Now she's on the open road. I think Almost Famous told the best story of that lifestyle. Till you caught your sisters with the guy from the group. She was given what she got. <laughs> what a story. So it's two sisters who come across Great White. Say, please, hey, don't. Don't turn us into a joke. How many guys do you think that this song inspired to pick up a guitar for the first time? This was a great video, too, if you remember. Like, it was uh, all in studio. The whole video was in studio. But here's where it gets good. This is the best song. part. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just... They just took it up a notch. His Les Paul's beat. So you fast forward and now she's a floozy. <laughs> so she she turned on them. She left him in the dust. The ultimate revenge. I guess we should do some trivia. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> that was one of the weirdest intros we've ever given, but that's okay. We just do what we want to do here. True or false, Nick? Marble is a sedimentary rock. Um, that is... Uh... False. False! It is a metamorphic rock. Boom. There you Off go. to a good start. You did not get your stalagmites confused <laughs> with your stalactites. Good for you. I think that's a 50-50 oh, yeah. that almost no one's going to get. So we did a little I.M. Pay, Frank Lloyd Wright last sure. week, so I, I had to go. So I.M. Pay is still alive. He's 100 years old. It's the best. Frank Lloyd Wright, dead in 1959. <laughs> so anything that was designed since 1959, <laughs> go I.M. Pay. Frank Lloyd Wright, dead in 1959. <laughs> so we were treating those two like they were you know, Montana exactly. and Young. Exactly. So it's like a 60-year gap. Where it went from Frank Lloyd Wright. So if you oh. can figure out if the building was pre-59. Do you think anyone's coming to him asking him to design stuff and it's just like still bizarre? What, I am paying yeah. 100? Yeah. Hey, can it? Well, <laughs> there's nobody. I can't design nobody's myself over to the that, bathroom at this point. Nobody's taking over that role of like the no, world's great architect. architect. Yeah, so I guess. I'm sure they exist. And I'm sure some architect and aficionado is like, oh my God, you don't know Michael Lawrence? His work <laughs> is incredible. 
I do know George Costanza always said he was an architect on Seinfeld, and the best is they're like, "What would you have done that I've seen?" He's like, "Did you see the ex- expansion on the Guggenheim?" Oh, was that his? <laughs> yeah, was, was that Vandalay Industries? Well, uh, or they, they, that was that different, right? Exporting, importing, okay. latex right. exporters, importers. That's right. All right. All right. See if you see if you can piece this one together. Okay, I like pieces. I'd be surprised if you saw this, but maybe you can make sense of it. What movie mobster threatened to whack Harvey Weinstein for blacklisting his daughter? What movie mobster threatened to yeah, um, whack Harvey Weinstein? Mayor Sorvino's yes. father, so uh, Paul Sorvino. Yeah, yep, yeah, absolutely. Done. I love him. Yeah, well, good fellas. That yeah, I heard that. Was just I heard that clip, and he was like, uh, "He's like, oh, you did he, he better go to jail because I'll effing kill him if he doesn't." Right, right, all right. Yeah, no, that's uh, that did come on my radar. Uh, I like that because I feel like if you don't know the answer, you didn't see it, you might be able to piece think it about together. It. Movie mobster, the daughter, got a daughter. Was affected. Yep, yep, yep. So I, I agree completely. Um, all right, here's a here's an interesting one. Which fruit is more consumed worldwide each year? The banana or the orange? I would think this is not even close. Just from a cost perspective, I mean, I love ci- this time of year. Oh. I love waking up. I like. I think about citrus. <laughs> love it. I love. I love citrus. Those honey bells this, are on. Oh there. my They're god! Coming. I can't wait for that box. They're get coming. that tray, of honey bells. I just worked myself through about forty pounds of grapefruit in the last month, but uh, there is a cost associated with citrus. So, and I, I go to Trader Joe's. They got organic bananas are like twenty two cents a piece. <laughs> yes. like, like, how do you not go feeding with these? humanity? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm going to say banana. It is banana. It's the most eaten fruit in the world by a wide, wide I just, margin. I, I can't. The cost of a banana is just still great. Well, that's great. You know, because they do last like over a week, so you can ship them in a couple of days, and then they just ripen on the boat. And, it reminds uh, me of a movie. I think the movie was called Fed Up. Uh, Katie Couric does it, and it's about just the food industry and how ridiculous it is. Right. So they shoot to this family who, you know, cost of food is an issue. And they go to the grocery store, and the woman's like, all right, so I can get an apple. It's a dollar, right? Right. <laughs> for an apple. Okay. Or I go to McDonald's, get a cheeseburger for 80 cents. Right. <laughs> and like, if you think of it like an apple <laughs> yeah, or a burger with meat, cheese, a bun, it's got to be cooked. It's got to be – and it costs more for an apple. Just That's how do we very, get to that point? That is very weird. Yeah, it's crazy. It is very, very weird. Um, all right, let's see. I have a bunch of different stuff. Uh, I got something food oriented for you. Yeah, you can transition to the food. I'll go. I'll go after. I got a food and an alcohol. Those are my next two. So there you go. Okay, good. Here, actually, this, I have four left. I love this. I love these questions because it's something you've heard a million times. I'm not kidding you. You've heard it a million times. But I'm wondering, can you can you recall it here? Still gonna remember. How many herbs and spices are there in the original recipe of KFC? Now, you're familiar with this marketing campaign since you were five years old, probably, yep. right? Yep. And, and They like, pound this into your head. It's got this many herbs and spices. God, why is the... Jesus. It's double digits, right? It is. Yeah. It is double digits. And I think the problem with this is it's not a round number, so no, it makes I, it harder the, the to remember. The first number that flashed in my head was 17, okay? But then I was like, for some reason, a 40-something is in there, but then I couldn't remember if I'm thinking of Heinz 57. So yeah, I don't you're know. way off on the fi- in the 40s. So I'm going to say 17. It's 11 herbs and uh, spices. 11 herbs. You know, now that it does have somewhat of a ring to yeah. it. You, you <laughs> would think with my infatuation with aces, I would know that, but... I haven't eaten KFC in so long that I don't even like. I still remember the last time I had it. That's Marion Avenue. Oh, we God. there was some box that, that they put a, out. That it was, was a like bad a bad night, man. It was like a some box. I don't know. And I, have I done ate it. the box and I ended up on a floor. Shouldn't have done it. <laughs> uh, Nick, what flaming dessert is named for a U.S. state? All right, so I think flaming dessert. And I don't think of this dessert, but I'm guessing maybe they do they singe the the meringue. Is that what this is made with? Uh, the state it's got is baked Alaska. Baked Alaska, uh, absolutely. I don't remember that being flamed. Yeah, it is. So if I remember baked Alaska correctly, it's with three kinds of ice cream, and then you have some uh, cake on top of it, and then like a meringue. I'll give you the. I, exact I gotta revisit some baked. It sounds good. 
I gotta revisit it. It doesn't sound like something you wouldn't want to eat. No, it sounds great. I just haven't had one in a while. What's what? Bananas Foster is what I think of. Supposedly, when we're this is it. baked Alaska is also from Louisiana. <laughs> oh <laughs> from yeah, so, so is so is uh, Bananas Foster. But there's no guarantee of that. But supposedly, it's very very old. Okay. Do you know this week marks the tenth? Yeah, they anim- caramelized the meringue. So that's like what they, it is. Yeah, yeah they, they, they. So like a like a creme brulee. Yeah, I don't think they serve flavor. it on fire. No, like the way not you necessarily. Do with, but uh, it, it caramel. But they caramelized the meringue on top. So gotcha. That's, that's how it is created. Yeah, they use one of those butane torches and yep, yep, give yep. it a crust. I think we know something about those butane torches. Yeah, we do. We're going to tell that story. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not uh, justice people. Nobody got hurt. Son, you want to explain why you got two butane torches back here? Uh, we're Creme leaving a catering. We're <laughs> leaving a catering cake. All right, Creme let's brulee. move along Moving quickly. On. <laughs> uh, this week marks the 10th anniversary of what consumer product? This the, week marks the 10th anniversary of what consumer product? 10th anniversary of what consumer product? Whew. That's not broad enough for you, huh? Just a consumer product. <laughs> Good luck. Something turned 10. Probably 400 things turned 10. Nah, right? this, is the, this one is the... I always say this to people. If I ask a question and you respond, you know, my uncle or people who have never been in my kitchen, in yeah, order yeah, to yeah. get the question right, you must have the best possible answer. Sure, sure, sure. So, sure, sure. Of course, you know, of course. Uh, if you come to me with... Uh, no, I, I know. But, like, what consumer product? Like, uh, what would make headlines? The yeah, iPhone? Gonna, there you go. Okay. That'd be the first thing that I think of. Is that it? That's it. The oh, iPhone. okay, good for the egg. There you go. If it wasn't that, it would have sucked as a question. If it was like <laughs> okay, well, the, it, I got to follow if up. If it was to like it also, the Kenmore not... double-sided refrigerator. Wow, exactly. Well, yeah, it's not. It's the, the iPhone I, that works. Are we? Are we in agreement? The iPhone is probably the most important consumer product ever. I mean, is it the most? Sure. Right. Do you ever see that picture where it shows you a Radio Shack ad from 1987? Right. Okay. The entire ad is like four pages. You flip through all of them. Every every single product in there, list price, whatever else. It's all on your iPhone. All of them are in your iPhone. The camcorder, the voice recorder, the television, this, the that. It's like and one Radio after Shack another. is out of business. Right. Well, Even Nick Cannon can't save Radio Shack. So here's the follow up. Do you know the first uh, cell phone company that Motorola? Put it, yeah, you got it in the U.S. Yeah, I had it. I had a flip phone. I had a flip. StarTech. Yeah, yeah. Black StarTech. Yeah, I don't think that that was their later models. No, yeah, yeah. That was before the smartphone came and crushed Motorola. My dad had the the Zach Morris gray phone. Like, did you ever see that one that he used to have? My uh, my friend had it. We went to to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. It was like a briefcase. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was even before that. My dad had that too—the briefcase phone. Oh, that wait, thing was like its own satellite. But oh, you're then, talking about the the, the, the Zach Morris? giant brick? Yeah, yeah. Uh, cell phone is crazy. Um, all right, here's an interesting one. I want to see if you remember the name here. Ragtime Gal is a song often sung by what cartoon frog? Michigan J Frog. Hello, my baby. Hello, <laughs> my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal. That is my favorite Semi-kiss skit. By water. The greatest thing in the world. This poor son of a... He finds this talking, singing frog, brings it to everybody, and the frog will do nothing... <laughs> in front of people. In front of people, except embarrass him. And then the second they turn around, hello, my baby, hello, my darling, hello, my ragtime gal. So, there you go. Michigan J. Frog getting a, getting a shout-out. What do you got? Do you know what the fastest-selling home video game system of all time is? PlayStation. No, the new Nintendo Switch. Really? It's the fast, it just became the fastest-selling home video game system of all time. Now, here's the question for you. Okay, good for them. What are the two most owned games for the Nintendo Switch? Mario Kart? Well, M- Mario Odyssey. Oh, okay. Mario whatever. Okay. <laughs> right. I, I'm just looking for Super Mario. Yeah. So Mario. That's what the franchise. You don't all have right. to give me what the... So Mario and Zelda? Yeah. yeah. You, know what's, you know what's unbelievable? What's that? 30 years ago. Mario. And I got Zelda. my first Nintendo. Sure. I had Mario and Zelda. Oh, Zelda was one of my favorite <laughs> games of all time. I still How remember they managed... I still remember the code to get into the from the graveyard to that one other screen where you could only get if you go a couple of ways like you have to go like up twice and like it's just crazy. Right? So in the same amount of time that Radio Shack has gone out of business cuz it's all in one phone you can keep in your pocket. How has Nintendo managed to keep two franchises at the top like that? We're talking yeah. the fastest growing Home entertainment, you know, video system 
of all time, and they're two most popular games I had in 1987. That's nah, good stuff. They, crazy. They're, they're smart. They tapped into the right thing there. Zelda was just that good, oh, I guess, right? Link. Mario was that good. You gotta love it. A lot of people think the character's name was Zelda, but it's not. That's the princess. It's Link. Right. Link. And Bowser? Is that the... Uh, really? I don't know. Bowser's from Super Mario, isn't he? Maybe. He's the dragon yeah, I don't that you have to beat I don't at the remember end of... who the... Uh, somebody out there in, in the universe will remember. We'll ask that in a future trivia game who the bad guy in Zelda was. That's a, that's a good it's funny. You never got into the Nintendo post... Uh, what? When did you stop with the Nintendo? Uh, I would say my last Nintendo Sega was... Sega Genesis. Uh, like, okay. As soon as that came, I went right to the sports games from Sega Genesis. See, in college, we played them. a lot of Bond, yeah, and that was Bond. a Nintendo product. Bond was fantastic. One of my favorites. Um, all right, you want to transition to sports? I think we've, we've yeah, beaten sure. uh, general knowledge to death there. So um, I will... I asked you that one. Oh, this is this is it. This is the one I wanted. Okay, so drafted number two overall. What player holds the record for most catches by a running back in his rookie year? Hmm. I figure you're a, a fantasy guy, so oh, you're, yeah, sure. you're certainly going to be... I'm a football guy, man. Sure, 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 sure. But but I'm saying, like, when you got a rookie that's catching the ball, and, like, we were looking, obviously, at Kamara, right? So Kamara and Ingram both went crazy this year, and Kamara's catching the ball left and right and whatever. Yeah, but I don't think it's him. It's not. Because he got a late start. Right. Because of but it got uh, me Adrian thinking, Peterson. All right, well, who's set the world on fire like this guy from a, from a catching standpoint? I well, the you, fact I that he's the, the number, number two pick overall is really the, the clue. Cause, you know, I, I don't know the answer to this, but by narrowing it down, well, I'll ask you a second question there's only a couple of could, guys that could, could talk be. out there. How many catches do you think the, the record is? You could take a stab at that. Yeah, I could, I could, and I would think something in the 70s. It's even higher. Yeah, all right. 80-something? 80 88. Okay. It's awesome. I, gotta, I was you, thinking in that range. You got a running back catching 88 freaking balls. You're like, oh, la, la. Oh, yeah, from a fantasy perspective, oh, if it's a PPR oh, in America, oh, you got 88 points there. It's like scoring 12 touchdowns. PPR in America. <laughs> That's uh, the happiest man in the world this week, by the way. The guru. Why? What do you get? He's, He's off? done. He doesn't have to show. do playoff rankings? No, it's done. The drafts, once the drafts happen. What about happen, that morning show? Is that off? Done. done. Everybody's off. Everybody's off. So is he off until August? Off until, well, the draft. He'll do a little bit of a blurb around the draft. He'll, he'll reappear for like a month, and then he'll be gone for another couple of months. Well, I'm having a hard time getting off of this guy because I know he catched the ball out of the backfield and... Uh, he was the number two pick overall, so I'm going to say Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush is the correct answer. Yeah. 88. 88. 88. 88. Love it. Great great job. What Ten points each. What, what two coaches have won the most college football national championships? All right. Well, Ten points each. That shouldn't be too difficult uh, right. for one of them. <laughs> Nick Saban. Ah, a new sheriff is in town with his six championships and uh, Nick Saban. Now, people keep talking about Nick Saban. Is he going to go to the Giants? Is he going to... Did you see that quarterback he's got? I'm not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. He's going, to get nine. he's going to get to nine um, with the, on, the, on that kid's arm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. He's a freshman. Jalen Strong. No, he's a sophomore. This was a sophomore. Oh. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. The kid that he brought in in the oh, second half. Oh, the second half. Not Strong. Yeah, no, the Strong will be playing for uh, the University of Central Florida next year. <laughs> the kids that he brought in in the second half. <laughs> okay, that's that's who you're. Uh, you're he's eyeing. a freshman. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. So he's not going. I already anywhere. heard people saying he's the next Russell Wilson. Oh, great! <laughs> so that's, give Saban a quarterback that's, that's like what, that. That's what we need. Yeah, we need Nick Saban with a quarterback. Get it? Oh, can't stand. They're it. only plus two forty next year to win it all. I saw the most amazing. Go picture. make some money, people. Did you see the picture where it says Nick Saban is the only guy in history who looks older now, or who looks older twenty years ago than he does now? Oh my gosh, dude! My uh, cousin sent me a picture. I'll, I'll send it to you. It's a picture of Saban and Belichick walking together when they were both coaches on the Cleveland Browns. Oh. Could you imagine being a Browns fan? You had Belichick and Saban, the greatest college football coach of all time, without question, and the greatest NFL coach so, of all time. So this is without the, question. So this is the picture. They're like, how does Nick Saban look? Younger now than he did 25 years ago. Money. <laughs> but look at this. 
How old does he look at that picture with those glasses? The guy looks like he's on his deathbed. Gray hair everywhere. And, like, look at him now. It's fantastic. Yeah, really, he does look good. But he's in his 60s. Yeah, how is that possible? But look at him here. Like, oh, my God. Those glasses were doing nobody any favors. Oh, I love those glasses. That's when he was at Michigan State, oh, right yeah. there. So what? what Sparty, man. Yeah, those glasses are not helping anybody. No, look any younger. No. And how many championships did he win at Michigan State? None. Ah, that's right. You got to be Michigan State's got to be like, yeah, what the? He couldn't have delivered one of them for us before you went rolling yeah, around. Yeah, they got a good coach though. Bavinelis, Michigan State yeah. hasn't been yeah. hard up. No, they're fine. They they put out players. Um. <clears throat> So you, oh. didn't, you didn't get the second one. Yeah, so I'm thinking about that. Uh, lots and lots. Steve Spurrier. Bear Bryant. Ah, oh, that's the only other. Another Alabama guy. That should have been the obvious. Yeah, I figured it was somebody older than that. He just tied Bear Bryant to six. So he's not going anywhere until he wins that seventh, I don't think. All right, I got one. It's my favorite one. It's not getting better than this for me today. <laughs> okay. Who was the last head coach? Of the Cleveland Browns to have a winning season. Well, <laughs> I, I could I know the season because they made the postseason, and I, I I can remember it being best guess. I would say this was twelve years ago ish. Yeah, you're right there. Two thousand six. Okay. All right, all right. So, I it's funny. I remember. Being in a car pulling up to a house, and it was about twelve years ago, and the Browns being in the postseason. But anyway, all right. So, who was the coach of that team? Coach of the team last time the Browns. Is it even? Yeah, had a winning season. So they made the playoffs, but just even a winning season. Was he a uh, Patriots coordinator? He may have been. <laughs> Oh, man. Is it Romeo Cornell? It is Romeo oh, Cornell. Dude, give me some props on that that's, one. That's great. That's huge. How long ago is that? I mean, isn't you that could, like I a... think you could ask 100 people that, and maybe <laughs> one person will get it right. That Romeo is, Cornell. That is deep. Wow. Bring them Boom. back. Bring them back. Like... <laughs> Bring them back. Oh, you got to go Hugh Jackson for, for now. because Oh, sure. Why not? He's, uh, he's got that one win. In the last well, two the, years. The herd brought up a great point, which is if you fire this guy and he's got Deshaun Kaiser, you're, you think a good coach is coming? He's not. So There's nobody coming. Show a little stability and right. say, all right, one we're going to stick year. with the guy for here. For one more year. For one more year. Sure. Right? I, I don't think that's a bad. But, but here's you the, went 0-16 with Deshaun Kaiser, the, the reverse here's quarterback. Here's the reverse of that, okay? You're, you have the number one and the number four pick. If you have those guys being coached in a system that's not going to be around next year, you're sending your whole franchise back for no reason. You wipe the the slate clean right now. You yeah, get a guy who's going to You're not going to get a guy. You're going to get a guy who will come in. You're always going to get a guy who will come in, a, a good coordinator who will come in and want to work with the number one pick in the draft if they deem that player to be reasonable. Even and after, you have a new GM. They just whack people every two years. Yeah, and... but you have a new GM. John Dorsey is now in charge of all football operations. He's an NFL lifer. He's a real GM. He's a real life not Sashi Brown, who I never heard of in any circle in the football world before he became the Browns general manager. You have a real-life GM who's built real teams before. So he would be able to recruit the coach, right? That's, that's how I'm that sure works. if he could, that Hugh Jackson would only be on the street. Jobs. So. Well, no, because I think that the Browns owner's cheap, and he doesn't want to pay Hugh Jackson uh, when he's only got one year left of his contract anyway. So, Man, I find it hard to believe that he'd be that cheap to set your franchise back. Over it's, whatever he's paying Hugh Jackson, or he believes in Hugh Jackson that much, and just feels like they didn't yeah, give I mean, him I, anything. They, they totally screwed this guy. I don't know that, that you can't get more than one win in two years. The with an NFL Kaiser, roster? that was a terrible pick. Yeah, but Deshaun Kaiser, like he fumbles in his own end zone constantly. It's a terrible pick. <laughs> the team. So I'm saying the the the, the team played at points. Uh, I know they should have beat the Lions yeah, in the Detroit. Worst. They had the Packers. Uh, yeah, uh, up against it. Okay, I just whatever. Did um, you play the Did you play the Browns this year? Yeah, we beat them. Yeah, but what, what, like, what was the? Tell me about the game. You remember the it's did, a mess? It's a disgusting game. Right, but did you cover? Did you crush them? Did no, they, they almost win? I mean, no, they, they didn't almost win. I think we right. pulled away in the second half. Okay, I think it was close, and then it wasn't. All right. Um, 
Okay. Uh, what else you got? Did you see what uh, Olympic? Oh, oh, sorry. What Olympians dream is to play for Manchester United. What Olympians dream is to play for Manchester United. Hmm. It's got to be a basketball player. I don't know who. Usain Bolt. Oh, okay. So he retired from sprinting? Sure. So now he's going to try to play soccer. Okay. Well, I mean, how much money do you think Usain Bolt has? Being a sprinter, does that set you up big time for life? Because I know playing for Manchester United, you can make a few bucks. So Hey, here's a stupid question. What? Should we ask him if he wants to play for us? Sure. Go ahead. I speak to him. I talk to him. Yeah, ask him. He's trying out for for some. I mean, like I said, he's he's trying to get into the soccer profession. How old is he? Do you have? Like he's been around forever. Do you have any idea? It's got to be twenty still, right? How big a story it would be if we got Usain Bolt to play for us? Yeah, it'd be huge, huge, huge. Guess the and fastest have, uh, guy. Bunch of Jamaican fans ever. He's the fastest <laughs> guy ever. The fastest man in the world. It's gonna be hard to guard the back line against the fastest guy ever. Did you ever see that picture of him smiling as he crosses the finish line? Right. Everybody else is huffing and puffing. And he turns to the camera smiling. Like, it's the greatest picture I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. Well, there's something. I'm going to be sending the message. Should I send him the message from this show and see if he responds in the middle of the show? Go ahead. I'll give you something in the meantime while you're uh, sending him a message. Please do. Talking about NFL playoff games, Okay. When a team leads by 18 at half, they are 67 and 4. Did you did you, did you Say get that, that wrap that wrap your head around this number? In playoff games in the NFL, okay. When a team leads by 18 at halftime, 18 or more, mm-hmm. they are 67 and 4 in history, okay? okay? 67 and 4. What head coach is responsible for two of those four losses. Ooh. So two of the four losses. By one guy. So half of the 18 point or more losses in the NFL in the postseason, half of them all time, one guy. I was totally distracted, and I didn't process everything quickly enough. So. There's been 71 times where a team has had an 18 point or more lead at halftime. They're 67 and four all time. Of the four losses, two belong to the same Andy Reid. Andy Reid. That Kansas City Indy game, right? Kansas City Indy, and then last week, yeah, uh, against uh, the Titans. You don't want that guy in the playoffs, man. Well, well, I mean, you just can't. Uh, Andy Reid might be one of the best coaches ever, but you just can't anymore, right? Nah, it's just I. I you you know, have the NFL's. Leading rusher, and you give him four carries after the first quarter. Doesn't make any sense. And your 16, quarterback is Alex Smith. Thirty-one passes, sixteen rushes. How do you go two to one pass to when you have an eighteen-point lead? It just doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> All right, let's get out of sports. We'll move on to geography, history. Um, this is an interesting one. What South American country has deserts, mountains, beaches, and glaciers? What else do you need? Uh, it sounds like Argentina to me. It isn't. Chile. Chile. Sam again now? It's got deserts, uh-huh, mountains, uh-huh, beaches, glaciers. Okay. I wonder which of those that Argentina doesn't have. Does uh, Chile cuz I know Argentina reaches further south than Chile cuz yeah, the southernmost point to Antarctica. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think Antarctica. it's got uh, deserts. I don't think Argentina's got Is deserts. Is that what it's missing? Yeah. It's got beaches, right? Oh, sure. It's got beautiful beaches. Yeah, because the like, air below Chile and then it wraps around right. under. I don't know. All right. Got me on that one. Let's see. All right. What uh, person has been called all of these three things? The father of modern astronomy, the father of modern physics, and the father of modern science. Isaac Newton. Galileo. Uh, I'm surprised, too. I think it'll throw you off because when you think of physics, you think Isaac Newton, right? Yeah. Yeah. But no. The father of modern physics is Galileo. So that guy uh, accomplished much in his time. 
the father of modern astronomy is also called Copernicus. Yeah, sometimes yeah. because he was the guy who really set out the sun. You no, know, I love in the, the name Copernicus. <laughs> it's because of Back to the Future. <laughs> so, so the joke is he's got a dog named Einstein. Did, did you say you, you say that it's already in the quiz coming? I already have this. It's in round one of general knowledge coming up. What's Doc Brown's dog's name in Back to the Future Two? Yeah, I, I well, it's actually, it's, it's not in Back to the Future Two though. You got to be very clear on that. So here's what happens: his dog's name is Einstein. Yeah, right. But when Marty goes back in time, before Einstein was born in the fifties, Doc Brown had a dog named Copernicus. Same dog. So they were the same type of dog, but different dogs. So his his dog was Einstein, but when Marty went back in time to 1955 and found Doc Brown, Doc Brown had a dog named Copernicus. Copernicus? Okay. Correct. So it was in Back to the Future 1. Oh. So we'll see if our our, uh, our boy fits. Does it not appear in Back to the Future 2 also? Because why wh- wh- yeah, would I have yeah. gotten that info? Yeah, it does because he goes back to the ba- – there's like that crossover thing where he's in the 50s at the same time. Right, so does Einstein not appear in Back to the Future 2 but Copernicus does? No, I, I bet they both do in both. I bet they both appear in both because they cross over from the future to the past at the same time. Because in Back to the Future 2, he also goes back to that scene in 1985. All right, look look it up while we're doing this because, like I said, it's already in the quiz. I want to make it. You don't want to look it up? It's in both. All right. But but both answers are acceptable, Einstein or Copernicus. All right, well, we got to make sure that's fixed then. Cause okay, yeah. I have, it as, I have it as Copernicus in Back to the Future 2. Yeah. If it's wrong, we need to check it. Yep. Well, Doc Brown had two dogs. <laughs> yeah. Name Einstein and Copernicus. There you go. All right. Uh, what else you got for me? So uh, FX, right? They have this American crime series now that they're doing. The first one was a huge hit. Did you, did you watch that OJ one? Yeah, making of a murder or something like that. Uh, no, no, making no, of no, a murder no, is a Netflix. No, no, no. What special. was the name? But what was the sub sub name of OJ? OJ Simpson. Uh, some some some. I don't yeah. know, who cares? But it was something. It had it, had yeah, it does have a tagline yes, to it, yes, but yes. It, it was great. Anyway, they're trying to follow that up with another uh with another series. Okay. So I want you to tell me if you can remember what fashion designer was shot dead in the summer of nineteen ninety seven. I think I remember this. Uh, yeah. Ver- Versace. Yeah. Yeah, in Miami by Andrew Kananen. And uh, you uh, were a little frightened by that one. Well, night. because we were traveling in North Carolina, and the, like, right after the murder, they said that he was on his way up on 95. Yeah. And we were like, you know, it's a hell of a night. Like, you know, be careful. <laughs> at, you know, if you have any uh, truck stops or any uh, <laughs> filled up gas. And we're living in we're, we're, a murderer. We're, we're at a fish concert. We're sleeping in a Honda Del Sol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <we have laughs> like, no, no room. No right. top. Yeah. yeah the guy could have cut through the top of the car with yeah. like a box knife. Yeah. Yeah. But and, no, and, it was caught not to too the far radio. away, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you they, were like, not... caught, no, he actually was in Miami when they caught him. Okay. Or he right. killed himself. Oh, it was in a boat, like a houseboat. Uh, fun times for that guy, but I've passed the Versace mansion tons of times in South Beach. He literally lives like, it's like restaurant, 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 Versace mansion, restaurant, restaurant. Red. So this dude was just a party, you know, just like literally living in the heart of the constant action of South Beach. Uh, mm-hmm. And he got the, a kill. You even remember this murder. Yeah, I don't know why, because he had my name. Oh, Andrew Kanata. Yeah, I was very, very disturbed by that. It's like I don't like. The, there's a guy with my. It's like named Dave Berkowitz. I met a guy named <laughs> that name. Was like, oh, yeah, you gotta change your name. I don't yes. trust you. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Yeah. I would take your wife's name. Yeah. Um. All right. I have two that are really interesting. Yeah, Jeff Galuli, right? Yeah, Jeff Galuli. He changed his name. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's a smart man. The Tanya Harding. I just saw uh, that. I just watched I Tanya. Have you seen? Yeah, this? Yeah. Be like, hey, what's your name? My name is like Don Drysdale. Yeah, yeah, he changed his name. That movie's awesome, by the way. I, Tanya. Oh, yeah? You oh, saw it? so great. Oh, I no loved way. it. Oh, yeah, they did such a great job on it. It's First of all, the the, the girl that plays uh, Tanya Harding. I love her. Oh. I absolutely. She's, she was uh, Scorsese founder yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, The Wolf of Wall, Wolf Street. Wall Street. Oh, I love her. I absolutely love her. She's in, uh, what's it called, too? Um, the Big Short? Yeah. She has a real brief. She's, 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 she's the, explaining. Uh, she's uh, Harley Quinn. She's, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn. and she's, she's trying to explain like the shorting of markets while she's in a bubble bath drinking champagne. But uh, yeah, the the uh, the mom's gonna win the Oscar too, I think, for uh, best supporting actress. 
Allison Janney. She's yeah, all, yeah, she's, she, she's awesome. She's got those it. glasses. She's got Nick Saban's glasses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was great. And just the whole thing. I mean, they just really knocked it out of the park. Oh, I can't wait to see it. It's yeah. a good timepiece, too. I love Nancy Kerrigan, too. I had a big uh, big. She's not in it much. Yeah, she just gets whacked. Yeah, it, there's not a whole lot of, of uh, Nancy in it. it. It's really just about the struggle of Tanya uh, growing up. And, Versus her mom and her yeah. over-possessive, you know. And then, like, falling into the arms of... Uh, Galuli. Galuli and his mustache. <laughs> his mustache. Her mom calls him mustache, mustache, which is great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you'll love it. Excuse man. me, mustache. It, it is awesome. Um, this is one I really don't think people know. Uh, and I don't think people have a perspective on this, uh, so I'm curious to, to see where it was. JFK, president of the United States, for more or less than two years. <laughs> That's more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 34, mo- 34 months and two days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But I think, you know, people like kind of. Because he gets sworn like... in. Did he get sworn in in 61, right? Because the election to 60, sworn in January 61, but he was November 22nd, 63. So there you go. There you go. Over two years. You got that pretty quickly. All right, man. You want one more? Sure. I have one more that, that's a perfect transition into entertainment. All right, perfect. So it counts as both. So I'll, I'll lobby this one. What former boxer is opening up a marijuana resort in California? Okay. Uh, why not? Uh, Oscar De La Hoya? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson's <laughs> yeah. marijuana resort? Yep. Mike Tyson's <laughs> marijuana resort. Are you just going to call it that? California. I don't City. think you need to call it anything else, do you? No, you call it Mike, Mike Tyson's, Tyson's marijuana, marijuana resort. resort. Wow. <laughs> hey, where are you going for your bachelor party? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to Mike Tyson's marijuana. Is there anybody resort. that needs marijuana more than Mike Tyson? <laughs> he's the guy. He's he's <laughs> him and Snoop. You think Snoop's going to be visiting? Welcome to the Snoop Dogg residency at the Mike Tyson Marijuana Resort in California. You think, oh, you think that's not going to happen? Seth Rogen has now bought property inside the Mike Tyson <laughs> Marijuana Resort in And did you see that the Jack in the Box now has uh, something? They're calling it like the Munchie meal. They're, they're just not even. <laughs> oh, they're no, not yeah. even. You get like, an, an, I'm not oh, familiar. No, no, I mean, no, no. I'm, been to Jack, but it's like a burger, a taco, a chicken sandwich, a French fry. It's one of everything on the menu. Did you see last night they raided, or five. yesterday they raided 7 Elevens all over the country? Yes. All right. And I just want like, to make sure we didn't like, forget to talk about what, that. What? There's what? the threat that's, that's coming down on humanity, people. Right, so These 7 Eleven workers. So, in the largest raid of the Trump era, the Immigration Department has gone after 7 Eleven and they're pulling employees. It's almost out like seven eleven. That's like he got that from a comic like routine. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's just it's the shit that we talk about. Like it's like what you know, what company think has the most illegal immigrants working for? It's like, uh, I don't know. It's not Home Depot. No, nah, not Home Depot. 7-Eleven? 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. Get it up. Get it up. <laughs> Get every agent we have. Of? Let's go. Let's go raid the 7-Eleven. I, 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 I'm just selling the dollars. I swear, no, I'm really, oh I'm really Italian. I'm really Italian. Yeah, it's just like, how do you do <laughs> Look, that? Look, we got pizza. We got what pizza. Are you, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you're going to terrorize 7-Eleven employees? Like, people just want their <laughs> goddamn coffee, man. They want their big gulp. What are you doing to them? So what? what's next? If 7-Eleven <laughs> was the first target. I don't even know. Like, how do you? It just doesn't even make any sense. Gas oh. stations? All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. In Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, who was the first historical figure they kidnapped? <sighs> My favorite. Love it. This is just one of those movies I probably need to just watch so I can so remember great. the trivia from it. So great. It comes up often enough. The first one. Bill S. Preston Esquire. There's the two You're that, not a lawyer, dude. What do you Esquire? There's two that jump out to me, and I just I keep remembering them saying Socrates. So I'll go Socrates. It is Napoleon. Napoleon. It was, it was 50 50. Yep, yep, yep. That's okay. Piggy, 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 piggy. That's my favorite uh, Napoleon. All right, go ahead. What a real life person in Shallow Hal makes Hal see people. For their inner beauty. What real life person hypnotizes shallow Hal to see people <laughs> as their inner beauty? Why do I know this? It's one of my favorite guys. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. <laughs> Why do I know this? <laughs> Tony Robbins, man. Tony the greatest. Tony Robbins. Love Tony Did you ever Robbins. see them bust on him on Family Guy? 
They have him as like what? this no, giant I don't think I... mouth, and he just like starts devouring people. It's like, oh my god, Tony Robbins is coming. Uh, I don't think I saw that one. I would have remembered that's why too. We have the internet. Is... Tony Robbins, one of my one of my favorite people. What is, he's a motivational speaker. Yeah, he's a motivational speaker. Here he's got go. a Netflix uh, documentary on him called like "Don't Call Me Your Guru" or something. Like Lawrence. I just figured out how to make sure Chris becomes a big success. Please tell me this doesn't have anything to do with Tony This Robbins. is an old one, right? Oh, no, I learned my lesson. Yes. Could you sign this book, please? <laughs> Tony Robbins hungry. <laughs> <laughs> please don't he tell just me devours this devours Peter and one Tony. <laughs> Tony Robbins hungry. Uh, <laughs> you can always count on Family Guy for a good laugh. Uh, no, I love Tony Robbins because he has this one of those stories where he's an overweight guy who had like nothing going for him yeah, and just yeah, yeah. pulled himself up nice. and became Tony Robbins. Now he owns a private island and he donates tons of money to feeding. Uh, yeah, the seems, world. seems like a good dude. Oh yeah, um, one of the great ones. All right, you got one for? Did you just ask me that or no? I, you just did. That was the Tony Robbins question. Okay, I got one for you. <laughs> this is my second concert ever. What group is known for being the only band to have their Grammy revoked? Uh, Rab- Robin Fab. Robin Fab. Yes, you gave it away too. Just be- I mean, I would have known that anyway. But you've talked about your uh, second concert ever before. <laughs> All right, since we're on uh, Robin Fab, let's see if you know this one. What DJ is the new spokesperson for Weight Watchers? What, what do you think their most listened to song is? Is it girl, you know it's true, or uh, blame it on the rain. Blame it on the rain. Number one, one or the other. Sure. Oh no, we don't have to revisit this. Oh, oh yeah, we don't. Wait, wait, wait. Listen to us. This is the they best didn't even because sing it. you know what the best part about it is? They still have Robin Fab's picture. They still have Robin Fab's well, picture on this the, album. I mean, they, did they have to give the money back? I mean, they still probably got to keep the money. They don't get to keep the Grammy, but. Do you ever see what these guys really look like? Sure. I remember them. No, no, no. The, the real Millie Vanilla. The guys who really sing it. Oh, no. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh... What, the guys that really sing it uh, have gone on tour now to sing uh, the oh, yeah. album? Oh, yeah. Why not? Why not? I, can't, I definitely can't do this. Right, that is thank just you. so bad. God, it wasn't even good even when it wasn't them really singing it. <laughs> How did people fall for that? The music was just in the oh. absolute toilet. In, what was that, 92? That's Dave's dad playing that stuff for me on the way to Poison. <laughs> All right, so what DJ is the new spokesman for Weight Watchers? What DJ is, <laughs> what the, DJ new is the new spokesperson for Weight Watchers? Could you think of an overweight DJ? Yeah, DJ Khaled. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Dude, is all your street cred over when you just now are tracking your weight loss publicly? Well, it's great. I mean, you Google DJ Khaled, and it's just like, what's he eating? He's losing weight. He's also one of the rare uh, first name, last name, the same. Okay. His name is Khaled, Khaled Mohammed Khaled. There you go. So there you go. Another like DJ like Khaled fact. I like it. <laughs> Makes it easy. It's like George Foreman's kids. They're all George. Yeah, yeah, George. But you still have to remember, like, fifth George, fourth George. So eventually, you? yeah, you know, George. I think he foresaw, like, all right, every boxer I know can't, can't remember their kids' names. Yep. <laughs> so if I give them all my name, maybe we'll, maybe we'll be all right. There's no question about that. All right, so this is a great trivia question, right? right. Sometimes I ask nostalgic stuff. Sometimes I ask this, sometimes I ask that. This is just a great trivia question. During the 2000s, there was was only one artist that made Billboard's top 10 acts of the 2000s list as both a solo artist and with a band. Hmm, man. Fairly recent, you know what I mean? Not too long ago. No, no, no. So we got within 18 years. Yep, 2000 to 2010. Okay. No... Actual good performer or somebody I could think of that I'm interested in jumps out. <laughs> Nobody I would like comes to mind. I can't think of anybody that I like. Like Trey Band and Fish? Clearly. 
Oh, so I am going to reach into the the sewers of entertainment and try to dig out something like a uh when did in sync break up? There you go. It's an interesting one. Did I feel like they, did they break up before 2000 though? Aren't they on tour now? Oh, are they? I don't know. I think so. Um Hmm. Oh. Could it be? Could it be? Destiny's Child and Beyonce. Boom! Yes. Me hits it out of the park, folks. <laughs> on the second to last yeah. question of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Destiny's Child and Beyonce. Oh, yes. The correct answer. Nice work. Thanks. Nice work. All right. Last one of the show. This is my last one? That's it. Oh, Going home. Dude. All right, here we go. I guess I got to end with this one then. So much more. What legendary director... Save it for next week. <laughs> what legendary director also directed Michael Jackson's videos Thriller and Black and White? Or Black or White? Yeah. Oh, ooh. Now, this guy, beyond all else, does not get his due. I mean... Ridley Scott? When I give you... Nope. When I give you the list of, of what this guy did from 1978 to 1988, you will not believe it. Give me a couple things. I'll see if that helps. Because I don't know. I just don't know. All right. Well, I know you're a huge Trading Places fan. Oh, yeah. But I have no idea who directed it. This guy also did 17 episodes of a show you loved called Dream On. Love that show. It's one of my all-time favorites. All right. Here we go. And, th- and this is just to prove my point, how have this I guy ever, does not get have his... Have ever heard of him? Yeah. This is from 1978 to 1988. You ready for this? Yep. Animal House... Oh my God! Blues Brothers, An American Werewolf in London, Trading Places, Spies Like Us, Three Amigos, and Coming to America. Harold Ramis, John Landis. Oh, John Landis. Oh, what Harold Ramis wrote some of those. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, John Landis. He's dead, isn't he? No, he's like, like in his sixty. He was like twenty oh, yeah. something when he did. No, no, he's like. Oh, good. He's like, keep going, John. Or something like that. Jesus, I hope we keep. He hasn't done much in a while, though. You'd be hard. Like, Dream On was after those. And then Beverly Hills Cop 3 in the 90s. (laughs) I mean, it's. He sort of had his. The Beverly Hills and the amusement park. Beverly Hills Cop was still. uh, 2 was still very good. But uh, I think Brigitte Nielsen was in that. Uh, if you remember her, where are you with Forty Eight Hours as a. Yeah, that was a great one. The original Forty Eight Hours was legendary. Nick Nolte. I mean, that's 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 one of Eddie Murphy's top five. I'll have to pull movies. out some Forty Eight Hours. We haven't had anything. In yeah, a that's long, a little harder edge. Like his other stuff, like yes. Beverly Hills Cop, was a little like that was a for little, the kids. For yeah, kids. This, that was not yeah. for the kids. No. It was like strip clubs, and that yes. was like Eddie on you know Eddie yeah. when he was still Eddie, right? Oh, he was before Norbert ago. or whatever that nonsense <laughs> was. Anything before Norbert, whatever that <laughs> nonsense was. All right, folks. On that note, that'll do it for today's Quizzo Trivia Podcast, episode forty. We didn't even reference it, Nick. We will see you next week. Get home safe. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.